We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Wednesday, March 15th. It's the Ides of March. It's the Ides of March. Well, watch out behind you. You never know when you're gonna get the when you're gonna get killed. You never know. I don't know. It's the Ides of March. Uh, but uh, we'll be talking a little bit, but furthering our discussion from yesterday. Uh, some some basic sports betting subjects. Uh, I, I've gotten some questions in about. About sports betting type of stuff. How how does sport how does sports betting work in general? Not how do I pick who's gonna win today, but like actually how the math of how sports books operate and sports betting markets operate. How do how do people make money? How do the sports books make money? And obviously using that to your advantage to uh to get uh get some uh value out of it, right? Get some profit, get some expected value from the bets that you do make. So uh, give me those thummy thumbs early in the morning. You know how much I like the thummy thumbs is free content. Why not? It's so uh, you help us support it by hitting the thummy thumbs, right? Help us help us in the algorithm or whatever. So hit let's smash the like button. I think that that's what you're supposed to say. That's what all the cool kids say. Smash the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Got any questions? Feel free to post them in the YouTube chat or Email them in, questions at theoryofdfs.com, especially those MLB DFS questions. Remember, next week, for the next two weeks, pretty much, uh, starting on the 20th, we'll be doing a, a, an MLB MLB primer, going over stuff very specific, DFS-wise, to MLB to get you uh, ready for the start of the season. So email them in. Any, any questions you want, any, any, anything you want, questions at theoryofdfs.com. 
Com. But yesterday we talked about adverse selection and how that drives how sports books and betting markets operate, right? That the sports books put out like a million different lines and they can't all be perfect, right? They don't have the resources to uh, to have, have perfect lines. And that's how obviously sharp betters profit from it. But, you know, they'd go out of business if, you know, they offered, you know, $500,000 limits on uh, on inefficient lines. So how do those lines get shaped? The lines move or get copied or betters get profiled and limited or banned uh, and in order to uh, have the sports books uh, remove much of that risk from adverse selection. That, you know, if you're an expert in Bulgarian ping pong, like, well, you may not be able to get more than $500 down because... That's all that that's all the information that is it's worth it to the sports book to make sure that the lines are more efficient than not. And uh, and they still want to offer it for the people that that do want to bet on it. So that's that's kind of how the lines move. How, but how does the sports book like actually make money? OK, for, for, especially from a theoretical. I mean, everyone, you know, people that don't know any better. The quote the well, they get even money on both sides, and then they take their VIG in the middle, right? But what does that VIG represent? What what is what what does that mean? Right? People talk about the VIG. What's the VIG? The proper term for this is the hold, right? What is the hold on the market? What what percentage of the handle, quote unquote, is the sports book keeping that is unavailable to be won? From either side of a bet, okay, and that's that's simply done by seeing how odds are are laid out. So, for instance, if we have a if we have a money line situation, minus two thirty on the favorite, plus one ninety on the underdog, right? If it was if it was a if it was a true line, it would be minus two thirty and plus two thirty, right? Right, that would be like minus two thirty would be the implied probability of sixty nine point seven percent. Okay, that's what minus one, 230 means. Plus 230 would be 30.3%, right? You add the two probabilities up, and what do you get? You get 100%. Okay, so 69.7% of the time, the favorite wins, and they pay out the favorite. 30.3% of the time, the underdog wins, and they pay out the $230 that they're getting from the favorites, people that bet, to those bettors which means they make zero. They get zero. They're all they're just facilitating at that point, right? So how do they make their money? They make their money because the sides are not don't equal 100% probability. It's it, they they equal higher than that. So for instance, you will see a line that's minus 230 for the favorite and then plus 190 for the underdog, which in implied probability, minus 230 is 69.7%. Plus 190 is 34.48%, which equals, if you add them up, to 104.18%. Obviously, you know, something can't happen 104, a total of 104.18%. 100 is the max, right? This team wins 69% of the time. The other team has to only, can only win 31% of the time. Can't win more, more often than that. So this extra percent... They're taking a market. They're taking money in as if the total pie 
is 104.18%, when in actuality, it's 100%. So this extra 4.18%, that's the VIG. That's the hold. That's the money that they're, 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 they're keeping. They're paying out 100%, right? Because that's the actual probabilities of one team winning or the other team winning. It's 100% in total. But they're taking money in at 104.18%. And obviously, the bigger the spread between the numbers, the bigger the hold is on the market that the sports book is taking. So, for instance, if it, if it was minus 270 plus 230, I have it one down here. Minus 270 is 72.97%. Plus 230 is 30.3%. You add them up and you get 103.27%, which means this this 3.27% represents the hold. So you could go to any market. You could go to any, any line, right? We even have on the Action Network a way to even show what the hold is. So you go to any, you can go to any, any, any sportsbook line. I could go, I go to fightodds.io. I already got this up, right, for my MMA stuff, right? I could look, I could look at any book, any line, like FanDuel for Usman Edwards, minus 260 plus 196. Minus 260 plus 196, the hold is 5.67%. That's the VIG, that's the hold. The lower the hold, the more beneficial it is to you. To bet, to bet on the market, even, even if you didn't have any clue about which side to bet on. This is like the rake in DFS, all right? Right, we have rake, G, GPPs, right, are typically raked at around 15%, somewhere between 13 and 15. Imagine, let's say, instead of 15%, the rake was 5%. Doesn't change anything about any how anyone plays the GPP or the lineups or anything like that. But you randomly playing a lineup, you're going to stand to make more money the lower the rake is. Your negative EV lineup, your plus EV lineup will be a little bit more plus EV. Your negative EV lineup may still be negative EV, but not as negative EV, right? Because DraftKings or FanDuel or whoever is keeping less of the money out of the prize pool and still paying out the rest of it. So if you're going to bet, let's say, let's say, you're not handicapping, you're not doing, you're not doing modeling, you're not doing anything, you're not originating, you're not doing any type of top-down, you're not arbitraging, you know, nothing. If you were to randomly bet on stuff, randomly betting on lower hold markets are going to give you more bang for the buck. Are you going to be profitable? No, not necessarily. But imagine if this hold, imagine instead of minus 260 plus 196, let's say it was minus 350 on one side and plus 120 on the other side, which is a ridiculous difference, right? The hold would be 18.85%. That, that This market would be like unbeatable when the sports book is holding that much of the money, right? They're, they're, they're taking money in as if there's 120% total available probable outcomes. When there could only be a total of a hundred, right? You're not going to see this, this, these big, these big spreads in uh, in sides and totals and stuff like that. But once we get the parlays, once you get the single game parlays, sometimes the holds could be 40 percent if you actually broke it down like this. Okay, so that's what the hold is. Okay, so let's the hold. Imagine if the hold. I mean, look, we used the example before: minus two hundred plus two hundred. Hold is 0%, right? Because it equals 
Once we add a little bit of spread, right? Minus 200 plus 190. Hold is 1.14%. That's all that that's all the sports book is making off of this. Right? Assuming assuming that they, you know, they take money, uh, a decent amount of liquidity on both sides. Okay? But we talked about yesterday that the lines aren't always completely efficient. And they're the more the more liquid they are and the higher the limits are, the closer and closer they are to being efficient. So what is synthetic hold? You'll, you may hear that term. Synthetic hold, like this is actual hold, right? Like if there, if there was a line, like we go to we go to we go to we go to that FanDuel one minus two sixty plus one ninety six for Leon Edwards and Kamara Usman this Saturday, UFC two eighty six, right? So we'll go back to that minus two sixty. Minus 260, 196, right? So on FanDuel, they are currently holding 5.67%, okay? At that one book. Now, if we go to another book, let's say we go to DraftKings. DraftKings has it minus 245 plus 205. 240, minus 245 plus 205. They're only holding 3.66%. That would be a better market to bet bet in. Right? You'd rather you'd rather bet. If you if you had no idea which side you're choosing, if you're flipping a coin on who to bet, betting on lower hold markets are always going to be better for you. Okay. But that's at one sports book. Fortunately, because of adverse selection. We have the ability, as bettors, to shop around. We don't have to bet on DraftKings. We don't have to bet on FanDuel, right? I mean, hopefully you have more. If you, if if you want to be if you want to be a profitable sports better, I hope you have accounts on a lot of different a lot of different platforms, a lot of different places. You can shop around for the best price. Okay. So while we've calculated the hold at DraftKings or the hold at FanDuel for this market. What is what is the synthetic hold on the entire market that's available to you? Okay, which means what is the best price we can get on the favorite, and what's the best price we can get on the underdog, no matter what book it is at, and then what's the hold of that market? So that would be the overall total market. So if we do this, and we go to Leon Edwards Usman based on all these books, some of these. You may not have access to these. Some of these are offshore books and whatever you may, you, you may not be able to bet on those. Right. But let's say we look and we go, which book has the best price on Usman? So we're going to lay the least amount of money on Usman. Looks like Betway, bet online. It looks like there's some, there's minus two thirty fives available. Okay. So that's what we're going to, we're going to put in two thirty five, Right. So we're, we can get Usman at 235. What's the best that we could get Edwards at? The highest plus money we could get Edwards at. Plus 209? It looks like plus 209 is right here. Okay, so plus 209. So that would be the synthetical 2.45%. Okay? On the entire market. Assuming, assuming that the limits are, are equal. Right? That's, that's the big caveat. You can't calculate the synthetic hold on a market, especially early when the limits are low. 
right? Because one book may be, oh, we'll take five grand on this. And on the other book that has an insane price on the underdog, like there may, you could, you could bet a hundred bucks right now. Maybe at some point, you know, later in the day, their limits have increased, but by the time their limits have increased, maybe the, the, the price isn't, isn't as great as it looks. Right. That, that, that's always, that's always the thing that you, you never see a lot of these, you know, when they show you the splits and stuff, is that what are the limits? So the synthetic hold of the Usman Edwards market, 2.45%. So that if you were, I mean, this is the, the basics of line shopping. If you were like, I want to, I want, I think, I think Usman's uh, chances of, of winning are, are, 70%. Okay. Let's say just like I, I handicapped it. So who's mine has a 70% chance to win. And Edwards has a 30% chance to win. That's how, that's, that's how you, that's how you rate it out. Okay. So we take a look and we go, okay, what's the best price that we could get on Usman minus 235. What is minus 235? We could convert that to imply probability. Minus 235, 70.15%. It's like, okay, that, that's a that's a fair price. 70. Let, let's 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 say that you you view it as a 70-30. That's so like, okay, well, if I bet minus 235, like that's slightly above 70.15%, slightly above. That should be a plus EV bet. It's not, but we'll see in a second. You could also get Edwards at plus 209, which is a 32% implied odds. So actually, this would be a more profitable bet, right? If you think that Edwards has a 30% chance of winning, you're getting paid as if it's a 32% chance of winning in the market. So if you wanted to bet on plus on, on Edwards, you'd bet it at the book with the best price. You wouldn't bet it when you're only getting plus 191 or plus 185 or plus 196. You'd get plus 209. Get the extra couple of bucks. It adds up over time, right? That's where that's where most of the expected value comes from. But these are all vig lines. The vig is the hold is already in these lines. So if you, for instance, viewed it that Usman has a seventy percent chance of winning in actuality, in actuality, and Edwards has a 30% chance. Like, that's how you handicap it. We haven't taken out the hold, incorporating the VIG into even this synthetic line of minus 235 plus 209. So if we take out the VIG, minus 235 and 209, the true probability, the no VIG odds, would be minus 216 plus 216. Okay? We took out the VIG from what the market is. 68.4% true probability on a minus 235 line and 31.57% on a plus 209 line if we take out the VIG. And it turns out that if we view Edwards as he's going to win 30% of the time, that's what we think. That's how we're handicapping it. That's how we're modeling it. We're not getting... We're not getting 32.36 implied probability. Once you take out the VIG, you're really only getting a 31.57% prob- 
probability. So the difference between 30 and 31.57, that 1.57% would be your expected value profit on the bet. So utilizing synthetic hold on a market, assuming obviously the caveat, the limits are equal or, or enough that you could bet on, then removing the VIG from the synthetic hold shows you what the base true probability of the market in a whole is. And then you, whatever your model says, whatever you originate based on that. Can you beat that? It's, are either of these lines, minus 235 plus 209, beatable, right? It's, you're, you're, based on your model, if you think, you know, if you think that it should be a 65-35 fight, well, then you, you're going to be betting a ton on Edwards. If you think it's going to, if you think Usman's wins 80% of the time, minus 235 is a great line, right? The true probability of that synthetic, of the synthetic market is 68.43%. So even with the VIG on top of it, like you're making, you're making more money. Okay. So we can take this from other examples. Also, if we go to, let's go to fight odds. Let's go to, let's try to even bigger markets, right? Or even smaller ones. Like let's take right here. Let's see. Can we find anything that's, can we find anything that's arbitrageable in some fashion? Yeah, okay, okay. Here, here's the Chris Dunk. Like, here's eh. can we follow? I'm I'm looking, I'm seeing. I'm probably not, because you typically can't find. Let's see. Can we find anything that's like very, very close? Very close. Let's see. Across the board. This is a weird, this is a weird. Well, this is a large spread over here. Okay. I don't know if that's just a parsing error. Going through. Let's see. Can we find? Can we find anything? That's. I mean, find. I see some ones that are close. So let's take this Chris Duncan Omar Morales market, okay? Which is a pick'em fight, pretty much. The line may flip by the time you know the the, the Saturday comes around. So we take a look at these lines. It's like Chris because Omar Morales is a favorite, but you can see it's like minus one nineteen here. Minus 120, minus 115, minus 135. But there's also a minus 104. So, like, obviously, if you're going to bet on Omar Morales, you want to take the minus 104. If you have, if you're, if that book is available to you, right? I'm just, we're just going, who cares what the names of the books are? Just, we're just, we're assuming that this is all the books that are available to you. So, Omar Morales, the best price on Omar Morales is minus 104. So, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to look at the synthetic hold of the market. Right? So we put in minus 104 there. Now, if we bet on that same book, Chris Duncan is a minus 116 favorite at this book, even though he's kind of like a dog in other places, or a slight dog, even though he's minus money dog, because it's such a close fight. But what's the best price on Chris Duncan over here? Oh, this this book, plus 100. It's the only book that, like, here's minus 100, which is the same thing. Here's minus 101, which is close to plus one. It's very close. So here we got a plus 100. So we put that in. What's the hold? 0.97%. Very, very small. Very. This market is a very, very small hold. So if you were to bet in this market, even if you wanted to bet recreationally, just for entertainment, 
you'd rather bet on, on, on this. You'd rather go, okay, I'm going to choose a side. Either I'm going to bet one, minus 104 at this place on the favorite or plus 100 at that place on the underdog. Worst case scenario, even if you're just randomly choosing, you're flipping a coin, you're not going to lose much money, right? If, you, if you're playing for entertainment, you want to play, especially in the lowest holds possible. The lowest hold markets. Doesn't, doesn't matter what book it is. Just get the best number on one side or the other side. See what the synthetic hold is. And if you just bet, if you want to bet for entertainment, and you just did this, you will get the most bang for your buck. You're, you're line shopping. You're betting on the best, the best line available. It could be any of it. You could randomly turn on a game. Just randomly, just say, "Oh, what's on? To, what's on tonight?" Some random college basketball game. You don't even follow college basketball, and for whatever reason, you want a nice two-hour sweat, where you have a hundred bucks on the line on someone or something. If you if you want that, well, go see what the hold is, right? There's there's eight college basketball games going on tonight, or whatever NBA's tonight. You can do this five minutes before the game starts. I mean, just five, it could be any time. You're not looking to beat anything. You're not looking to be the, the the plus EV everything. It's just like, no, I want entertainment and I want to pay the least price for it. Go go to every market and look at the synthetic hold. Now you go to scoresandodds.com. It'll show you the best line from, from all the available legal sites here in the United States or the ones that are available in your state when you put in the state in. It'll show you. Here's the best line on one side. Here's the best line on the other side. The closer the numbers are together... That's the better market to bet into if you were to just bet randomly. Now, there are going to be times where you might find that the market actually has a negative hold. Okay, so let's say, for instance, let's say we we found we found one where uh, the favorite was minus 150 on one on one side. But we also but we found a book that's taking plus 160 on the dog, okay? That's a negative hold. Actually, you're holding. The betters are holding because they're paying out like it's a 60% chance, right? The, the, what, they're, what they're taking in is like 98, 98.5% and they're paying out 100%, right? Synthetically in the market. So when you see negative holds, now you can arbitrage right and this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it at one time right so what does arbitrage mean it means that you could bet on both sides of the game and win no matter what right if the hold is negative 1.56 percent right i could bet a hundred and i could bet a hundred and fifty five dollars on one side, I could bet $100 on this other side. And no matter who wins, I make $2, I make two or three bucks, right? I make I make what the equivalent of the hold is, 1.5%. You bet the right number, right? You could do this, calc- you could do the, cal- that, the arbitrage calculation yourself. You could do it in Excel, you could do it in a, just a regular calculator. But essentially you want to bet, bet so that's even that no matter who wins, you lose one bet, but you win the other. And that's, you know, 1.5% more than 
what you would have lost on the other side, no matter who wins. Okay. You don't find many of these, right? That's why I said I was looking through and it's like, can I find any, any spots of like negative hold, right? We're looking here. It's like, okay, Lerone Murphy, Gabriel Santos, the best number minus 164. And the best is plus 160. So no, not close, right? A little bit, right? If this was like plus 165, plus 170, yeah, then we'd have a negative hold situation. Assuming you could get the numbers, assuming I'm assuming that the limits are there and you could get the numbers. Right. So you take a look at some of these. You go, okay, here's a plus 150. Do we have anything that's under minus 150? No, we don't. How can you get arbitrage? You don't you don't have to get arbitrage at the same time. So for instance, if you let's say Let's say let's say the market was currently, I mean, I think this may be an extreme situation. Our market was currently minus 150 plus 130. And then later in the day, it went to minus 190 plus 165. Right? Still the same three around a three percent hold. But if you bet the favorite earlier in the day at minus 150, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Now the line has moved. You know, in your favor, right? Minus 150, the market is now saying minus 190 is the more efficient line. So you've gotten what's called closing line value or line value. So it hasn't closed yet. We'll talk about CLV tomorrow. But the line has moved in a way where the underdog price is now above the amount of money that you've that you've bet on the first side. So you, you've essentially already bet minus 150 on side one, the favorite. But now when the market moves and now the underdog is plus 165, you've now created a negative 2.32% hold situation where you can choose if you want to, to take advantage of that arbitrage and say, what do I have to bet on this plus 165 side in order to even the money out so that I win 2.32% regardless of who wins. 
Now, sometimes the amounts that you have to bet to make that the raw money worth it is a decent amount of money. I'm not talking about betting $10 a side, unless you're looking to like to make 23 cents, right? But you're betting several thousand, right? If you could bet, if you could bet five grand on a side and see the line move and then take advantage of arbitrage, you, you could do that. Do you know, need to know anything about the sports in order to do this? No, you don't. You don't need to know anything. This is this is all top. This is a top-down approach to betting on sports by just looking at the markets, finding the lowest synthetic cold markets, and looking for arbitrage opportunities because you're going to find them in the lowest synthetic hold markets. Though the higher synthetic hold markets, the spreads are too are so wide that when they do shift like this, right? When the books do move the prices. Like they have a lot more wiggle room, right? They're, they're taking 8% hold and the market moves by 6%. Like that's not enough for you to find arbitrage. You need to find the smallest synthetic hold markets. All right, we take a look at, uh, let's say, uh, let, let's take a look at another market. Just on fight, I'm just, I have the MMA stuff up. Sam Patterson. Let's see. What what do we got here? Do we got anything close? I mean, I mean some of them some of them you're not going to find much. Like if I let's see. Something a little bit more liquid. Where where do we go? Gutter Nelson Barbarena. I want to have an example where you're not really you don't really find much. Gagey Fiziev. Yeah, maybe Gagey Fiziev. Let's take a look at the synthetic hold for the Gagey Fiziev market currently. The best price on a favorite on the favorite on, on Fiziev looks like minus 219. Okay, I don't even know what I don't even know what that book is. But let's just put it in. Minus 219. The best odds that we could find on this screen for Gagey is plus oh at the same place, plus 193. Actually on the same book. Plus 193, which is a hold of 2.71%. Now, here's here's a pro tip. Pro tip. Typically, depending on the market, depending on the market, a lot of times when the when the synthetic hold is the lowest, it's not synthetic hold anymore. When the hold on one book represents the synthetic hold, typically it, it's a book that's offering lower limits for that market. Typically, typically, I'm just saying typically, I don't know. Not, not always. You'll find this in props a lot where if you find that the best odds that you could get on, on the, on the over or the under, it's at the same place. And you go, wow, that's only like a, like a one and a half percent hold. And you go there and you can't bet more than like 20 bucks on, but uh, on the other books, you could bet 500 or something. I'm not saying it always is, but a lot of times that's what it represents. So we can see in this market, minus 219 plus 193. If you believe, if you believe that Gagey, right? If you believe Gagey, let's say you think that by the end of the week, lines are going to move towards Justin Gagey. Means that he's going to get less and less of a price, right? Plus 193. Right? You could get him right now at plus 193. But you think that more people are going to bet on him. 
Magagey may come down to, let's say you think Magagey may come down to plus 160. Okay? You could choose to bet him at, at, at plus 180. You're gonna, I mean, you think that's great value. Plus 193. You bet plus 193, and then you wait. Right? Today's Wednesday. Maybe you see the line. If the does the line move in your favor? And as the line moves in your favor, the higher the expected value of your original bet gets in the long term, right? Heuristically, you're beating you're beating the closing line. But if this line gets gets to the point where Fiziev is anything better than minus one ninety three, right? right? Minus one ninety three. If you could get the same bet on the other side of minus one ninety three, the hold is zero. You'd actually, you'd, you'd make no money and the book would make no money. But let's say Fiziev, you know, is now only a minus 170 favorite by the end of the week. You could choose to now arbitrage your entire position, right? Let's say it goes down to even minus 165. It's like, dude, you could just, you could literally take your money out and guarantee yourself a profit just by utilizing what's, how you believe the synthetic hold of the market will will go for the rest of the week. Oh, I think money's going to come in on this guy. Obviously, you have to be right. If the market moves against you, then then you're you're creating more of a hold, right? If you bet if you bet uh, a gagey plus one ninety three, and by the end of the week he's at plus two fifty, that means you screwed up, right? You have negative closing line value, right? The line moved against you. And heuristically, heuristically, as a sports better, the more often that you beat the closing line and caveat on top of that, beat the closing line, no big closing line, the true probability of the efficient market, the more the, the more profitable you should be. It's like probably it's probably the number one heuristic of a sharp sports better, of a profitable sports better that they're consistently beating the closing line of the market. Not necessarily the closing line of the book that you bet it at, but the closing line of the market. And then on top of that, the closing line, no big closing line of the market. And then on top of that, the no big closing line of the sharpest place that offers that market. Some people call that XCLV, like expected X XCLV. I've seen it. I've seen it. I don't I don't know why it's called expected CLV or something, but I've seen it listed as XCLV before. But in order in order to be a profitable sports better, you have to know how markets work. This, this is the game that you're playing, right? I think plus EV analytics, where, 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 where is he? Instead of very, very good. Plus, oh, I have uh, EV anal, analytics. Right, you should follow him on Twitter. Right, the, the, this uh, this applies to DFS as well. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled is convincing people that sports betting is a contest of who knows the most about sports. Same thing for DFS, right? Same thing for sports betting. It's a math game played amongst. Millions of people or whatever, whatever the, bet, the betting market is and the sports books themselves. 
Just bat, getting the best number over time. That's it. Can you get the be, can you get the best better numbers than other people? Better numbers than the true probability? And how will you get them? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's why the, typically the two the two forms of sports betting are t- called top down and bottom up. Bottom up would be the origination method. Bottom up would be for baseball strikeout props. I subscribe to Derek Hardy's the bat projections. Look at his statistical projections. And I go, okay, he's projecting Charlie Morton, 6.8 strikeouts and the lines at five and a half. So I'm going to bet the over. That would be bottom up, right? I am getting value on that because the mean or median projection is higher than what the, what the sports book is offering. Bottom top down is just looking at Charlie Morton's strikeout props, not knowing what the correct number is and seeing that one book has this number and this book has another number, right? What, which book is off? Oh, all these books have, have, all these books have, uh, have six and a half minus 110. And this book has five and a half minus 125. And you go, okay, is the extra 15 cents worth the strikeout? It is. So you bet the over five and a half minus 125 at the book that has not essentially not moved their line fast enough to be in accordance to more of the market. So you're taking, you're taking advantage of aberrations in the market. We have no idea. You, you may not even have any clue who Charlie Morton even is. You don't know what team he plays for. You may never have even watched a baseball game. I don't even know what a strikeout is. But you can take a look across a large cross section of the market and go, well, everyone seems to be in agreement for the most part, consensus around here. And this one place is just, I don't know what, that seems to be an outlier. It's more likely than that, the consensus is closer to being efficient than the outlier. So take advantage. Which which way to bet towards the normal market at this outlier book? And then you find, that's why you have multiple uh, sportsbook accounts. The outlier could be on FanDuel. The outlier could be on BetMGM or on PointsBet or wherever on a certain market. And if, dude, you could spend all day looking for them. Right? You could, that's all you could do. All day, just don't watch any sports. Don't do any. All you're doing is looking at numbers. Go, I don't know who's, I don't know what these teams are playing in college basketball. I have no idea who's playing Bulgarian ping pong, but I, I see the market of Bulgarian ping pong that player A is player B. And there's one place that seems to be against consensus or not even close to consensus. So I'm going to take advantage of it. And eventually, typically, you're not the only one that's taking advantage of it. So that, that line will move in your favor as well. And then you get closing line value and how, how the event shakes out is, you know, that given night is that's out of your control. That's what sports betting is. This, this is what sports betting is. Most successful professional sports bettors do not watch sports. Simply put, they don't. That's not how that, or, or they, if they do, that's not how they're, that, that's not where their edge is. That's not, they're doing it purely for entertainment. They're watching it the same way they'd watch a movie, right? They could watch a movie. I might as well watch this college basketball. 
but actually making money on sports betting, most of it, most of the money that you will make has to do with arbitraging inefficient markets before they become efficient, essentially, before they become efficient. It's not going to be about, I know more about what the Bucks are going to do tonight in NBA basketball. Right? That's typically already priced into the market as it is. So if you got any questions, feel free to post them in the YouTube chat. Before we get out of here, hit that thumbs up button. Hit the thummy thumbs. Hit the thummy thumbs. You know how much I like the thumbs ups? The likes. I call them the thummy thumbs. It's really the like button, but it's really a little thumbs up guy. little... Thumb, thumb here and a thumb there. Smash it. Hit the hit the thing. It's right on the screen. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the dummy thumbs. Hit the hit the notification bell to know when we when we go live. We got plenty of content. All right, we're gonna have some base. We're gonna have baseball. We're gonna have bat. We're gonna have baseball and basketball at the same time. All right, so we're gonna have NBA stuff. We're gonna have MLB stuff. You could. Hey, you want our projections for everything? Right. I mean, we don't have projections up for MMA currently, right yet. Right, it's Wednesday only. Uh. You want our baseball projections? You want our basketball projections? Our college basketball? You want, look, I mean, look, look at all this. NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, soccer, MMA, golf, Madden, Madden Sims projections. LOL, CSGOs, college basketball, tennis, right? We got all of this. We got projections, ownership, everything. Premium content. Sign up for Roto Grinders, right? You get the statistical projections. You could use our statistical projections for your NBA props tonight if you want, right? And see where the lines are off. And then bet on those lines before they move because a lot of people, by the, by, the, by the time you look at the statistical projections, you may go, wow, I, I looked at all, all these places and they all seem pretty good. It's like they probably weren't good eight hours ago. So you got to catch them. You got to catch them before they move. But you could do that by signing up to Roto Grinders. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Go over and subscribe to the Scores and Odds YouTube channel as well. And uh, tomorrow, I'll be talking a little bit more about closing line value, right? Because all these three topics kind of go together, right? Adverse selection, synthetic hold, and closing line value, or X closing line value. We'll talk about that tomorrow. And then on uh, Friday, we'll go over the UFC pay-per-view card. And then next week, Starts the MLB primer. Send in your MLB questions. Theoryofdfs.com. You go there and uh, and get the, the the theory of DFS course. If if hey, I talk about DFS in the same way that I talk about sports betting. It's all it's all in the courses. If you want some structured learning, and uh, and yeah. So other than that, I'll see you tomorrow because I'm here. I'm here every day. I'm here Monday through Friday, eleven o'clock Eastern, answering your DFS strategy and sports betting questions on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.